Hello everyone and welcome to this instalment of Burridge and Tom Rambling On. My name is Tom and, as always, I am joined by my good friend Burridge. Yes, hello, that is me. I hope you're all having a splendid day. Let's have a look at our topics today, shall we? In this episode, we will be looking at the death of the iPod. Activision Blizzard losing money and players. And Google being sued. Oh dear, oh dear. Holy smokes, we made it through the intro without messing up. We did! <laughs> hey! <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into it, shall we? I feel like we say, let's do something, shall we, a lot, don't we? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> let's do it! Do what? So, uh... <laughs> uh, this is how... No. Where were you when iPod die? I was sitting at house eating Dorito when Reddit notification, iPod is kill. No. <laughs> Listen, I'm very sad about this. Okay? I, was, I was wondering how that was going to come out because I'm reading it in the script and seeing what you've done with it and I'm just like, this is going to be an interesting. How's he going to... I wrote it like it's in the meme. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like something straight out of 4chan. Uh... Uh, it's, it's like, the, where were you when Club Penguin was kill me? <laughs> but <laughs> where were you when iPod die? No. <laughs> After nearly 21 years of the product family, Apple has decided to kill the product that defined who they were in the early 2000s. Apple were literally surviving on the skin of their teeth after the failure of their later Macintosh computers. Um, Apple was saved by a $200 million cash injection from Bill Gates, of all people. Uh, and thanks to that, they were able to smash together the first generation of iPod. And when I say smash together, it was literally 10 months from the concept to release. That is mad fast for any product. Yeah. Like, that is... Uh, we've not even released merch yet, Burridge. How long have we been going? <laughs> uh, well, it depends. Do you, do you want to take the two-year hiatus involved in this? Yeah, we'll or? Two year hi- we were still doing. We were doing other things. We were working on other projects. Yeah, our Twitch, cha- our respective Twitch channels, um, <laughs> yeah. degrees, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, Apple has finally decided. It was announced in a press release the other day. Uh, in fact, on the tenth of May, as of the tenth of May. Um. They are not going to be producing any more iPods. The only surviving iPod was the iPod Touch. It was the only one they've made for quite a while now. Uh, The iPod Classic, which is the traditional rectangular boy with the the click wheel and the big screen, officially discontinued in 2014. It was the last of what's considered the classic lineup. Um, the Touch is the only one that's been manufactured for quite a while now, and they will not be making any more. They will only be selling through existing stock until they run out, and then that is it. No more iPods. Rip. It's quite interesting, really. I've seen a lot of posts on r slash iPod, where people have been going around the their respective countries and trying to find Apple stores that still have them in stock. Um, surprisingly, I checked on the Apple Store app on my iPhone, and yeah, there's plenty in stock around here. No problem. If only I had £200 to spend, <laughs> I'd get a commemorative one. But I don't think I've spent £200 in all of the iPods I own, and I own five. 
six, six iPods. See, Seven. I, uh, <laughs> I forgot my fourth gen. My, my yeah, my fourth gen Nano. I forgot that one. I I think I had an i like the original iPod back in the day. Um, Probably not like a Gen One, but one of the original lineup. Was it what color was it? Was it white? Uh, hang on a minute. Let me see if I can find a. Uh... We're going back in time, ladies and gentlemen, to when Burridge was a young boy. At the time, the Velociraptor roamed the Earth. It's a good job um... I'm out of reach. He could smack me. <laughs> oh, if I remember He's correctly, having... it was the iPod Mini I had. Oh, the Mini, recent 2004. Probably, was... did you have one of the 4-gig ones or one of the 8, or was it 6-gig? Six gig. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember because in 2004 I didn't really look at it and go, "Ooh, I wonder if I've got a four or eight gig one." Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, I had an iPod Mini. Uh, I remember. I've got all the parts it, to build two minis at home. Because he was tiny. He was a really tiny one. He just clipped onto your belt or whatever. He was absolutely oh, minuscule. Uh, the, sh- the shuffle. Oh, the, the shuffle. I've got a I thought, fourth oh, gen shuffle here with me. Yeah, the shuffle was the one that we had to clip. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, it was the shuffle I had, not the mini. I apologize. Okay. The shuffle was a bit later. Yes, uh, the shuffle was still. It was actually the first iPod I ever interacted with. It was my yeah. mother's. Yeah, two thousand and five until twenty seventeen, they were making the shuffle. Yeah, bloody hell. To be fair, the shuffle was still. I'm surprised they don't still sell them, especially with their like ongoing partnership with Nike for things. But I guess you can't pair a shuffle to AirPods, so... I guess the thing is, these days, people... Why would someone buy an iPod over an iPhone, you know? like it... well, that's, that's exactly why. Apple have made this move because the iPhone has replaced the functionality of the iPod Touch, which it pretty much has. An iPod Touch is just an iPhone without SE calling second generation without a SIM slot, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I think it the... makes perfect sense, really, just for today's was... world. Yeah, it was the last Apple device that was in a phone chassis that had a headphone jack. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. So that's it's now relegated to things like the iPad. Your iPad has a headphone jack, doesn't it? Uh, or does it not? Uh, no, I don't believe <laughs> it, it does. Uh, oh, my goodness, Apple, why? <laughs> Uh, no, it literally just has one uh, Type C port, uh, which might be Thunderbolt, possibly. I think it's Thunderbolt. Oh my God, uh, um, possibly. But I think the M1 that, is capable. Yeah, the M1's definitely capable of Thunderbolt. But yeah, oh apart from goodness. that, that's all I have. I don't have any other IO on here, just the one Type C. I, I th- uh, rest in peace, the headphone jack. It's gone on so many things now. Yeah. Can't use my uh, my lovely KZ ZSN Pros Rest or any decent headphones. Although I will say, coming up next week, Tom's got some AirPods. They're pretty good. <laughs> You'll find out next week. Oh, my Switch has a. <laughs> it's not made by Apple, you silly sod. I was just looking for devices that. <laughs> Steam Deck's got one. Oh, there you go. My 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 USB DAC has one, which is kind of its purpose. <laughs> my sixth gen iPod has one. Uh, my iPod Shuffle has one. 
<laughs> I just put my Apple. I've just got a row of Apple devices in front of me. It's not healthy. <laughs> Tom has become a um, Apple fanatic. <laughs> yeah. Like I've always had respect for Apple's um, design department. So yeah, that and some someone made iPods collectible. So <laughs> dank pods. Shake my head. Actually, you know, he was on um, this. The Dank Pods, the YouTube creator, was actually on um, Australian news about it because he has so many of them and really made them popular again. Right. It's it's actually kind of weird because I was watching um, LMG clips the other day of the WAN show and Luke's just casually name dropping him, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> because he works with Floatplane. Oh, I see. Of course, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty much the only non-tech creator on Floatplane because what he does on Floatplane is just play the drums because Twitch really messed him about and basically blocked his account from receiving payments because what? he grew so quickly. Because really? he had his Because he had his YouTube following, follow him over to Twitch to watch him play the drums and something went wrong with Twitch. But there's a whole video about it. Um, if you're interested in that, do go and watch it. would recommend Dank Pods. Very amusing channel. Best Australian I know of. There you go. Except maybe Daniel Ricciardo. But he's a Formula One driver, so that's cheating. Well, in things slash people I don't respect, um, Activision you Blizzard. You Danny Rick. <laughs> no, I was segueing to Activision Blizzard. Oh. Uh, in this segue to our next topic. Yeah. Uh, as we know, Activision Blizzard have been outed as an awful company to work for, and in the last few years, their games have certainly taken a dive in quality. Well, with COVID lockdowns now being mostly over and all the bad press, Activision Blizzard, I don't know why I put AC on there. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Or <laughs> 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 air conditioning. Or alternating current. Uh, Activision Blizzard have now reported in their latest quarterly financial report that they are down across the board. The company might not be sinking yet, but the numbers aren't great either. They're not sinking, they're just doing their best impression of a submarine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so their revenue is down from $2.28 billion to $1.77 billion, which is a decrease of 22.37%. Um, bleeds for these mega corporations here's the thing you say 2.28 billion down to 1.77 billion you think oh, okay that's not too bad but then when you read the percentage and it's nearly a quarter it's it's a lot it, it sounds a lot worse although again like tom just said my heart bleeds oh, i feel so bad well, like when you say it like that like especially the way it's written on the script it doesn't look like it's much because you're using point whatever but if you write out all those zeros yeah. that is a lot of Numbers changing yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, net bookings down uh, from 2.07 billion to 1.48 billion. That is a decrease of 28.5%. That is nearly a third. Is BlizzCon going ahead this year? I have no idea. I'm going to quickly look that up for you. Continue. Uh, in game net bookings down from 1.34 billion to 1.01 billion. They nearly dropped under a billion. Oof. Uh, that is a decrease of 24.63%. 
And they also have 63 million less players, which is roughly another 15% decrease. Um, obviously, the numbers themselves are still ridiculous and in, you know, and in the $3 billion area. But if you look at the percentages, <laughs> the above figures are an average of about 25% down overall, which is, you know, that's a bit of an ouch. Um, of course... Bobby Kotick, I'm sure, will still get a nice big payout anyway. Um, this, will, money. this will mean nothing to him, ultimately. Um, yeah. It, it, I'm, I, I hope that once the Microsoft has bought them properly and it's gone through and they are now owning them, I really hope like the quality... Because Blizzard do make some good games, but the QA on them is just gone downhill let alone how they interact with their communities so it'll be nice to maybe see that recover a bit maybe under microsoft i feel like speaking of good things speaking of interacting with their communities blizzcon is in fact cancelled what a surprise has been for the past three this is the third year now much like e3 only e3 will be more mourns than blizzcon (laughs) well the only time I've ever had any interest in BlizzCon was when they had Muse on there. Ah, and yes, I, I remember that, yeah. Muse. That was good. The Rucksack's all right as well. Had to pay massive import fees, though, FedEx! <laughs> don't like Federal Express. Just don't like them. No. Um, yeah. Still better than every. <laughs> Losing every parcel. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I just... I, I just thought this was an interesting one, because... Even during COVID, their numbers didn't go crazy. Um, they gained a load of players, but they didn't really gain any more money from it. Whereas a lot of gaming companies yeah. earned a absolute butt ton more money uh, from COVID. Whereas Activision Blizzard sort of more or less didn't increase their revenue, but they definitely did have a lot more players during it. But now things are settling down. So that player loss could just be all these people returning to work and you know things having like that having less time to play, play their games Vinca. um i imagine some of those 63 million players are definitely people who you know in that last quarter who were just like you know what we're we're done cuz i i'd be interested to see whether they get an increase again in the first quarter of this year financial year because of say overwatch 2 yeah. Uh, because I know for a fact there was a lot of people playing that game. Um, uh, I know I stopped uh, stopped playing uh, Activision Blizzard games for moral reasons. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'm terrible at them. But uh, well, I'm bad at Rust too. But I still play that sometimes. Yeah. Despite the community, they're all terrible. Uh, oh yes, the community are terrible rather than the company, though. As far as we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's all I've really got to say about them this time. It's just that they're compared to their final quarter in 2021, they're doing a lot worse. Which, I mean, if good change was going to come of it, I'd be more than delighted about it. I'm not. I'm oh, very. Microsoft. I'm very middling about it because yet yeah, they've lost a load of money, but because of the way that company is run, they'll see that and they'll start firing people. You guarantee it. Yeah. Paul Microsoft buying a defective company. 
Yeah, for Microsoft. They got, I hope they got the extended warranty on Activision. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking, speaking of, of money, poor companies, <laughs> Google is being sued for using NHS data of 1.6 million Brits. Not strictly Brits, I don't think, but the uh, non-British citizens' pool would be rather small in this. As it turns out, it was literally anyone who had been to any one of the hospitals providing the data within the past five years, even if it was just a short A&E visit. Blimey. So... Have you ever worried about hackers getting your sensitive and private medical data? Well, it seems that an NHS just gave it away freely. Woohoo! So, let's have some background on this, shall we? So, in 2015, the Royal Free NHS Trust in London provided Google's AI division, uh, DeepMind. It sounds kind of like the sort of AI that figures out 42 in... The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But that's probably a reference anyway. Um, but yeah, this the NHS this NHS trust provided DeepMind with patient records for the purposes of testing a smartphone app called Streams. To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it was also used for training the AI. As most AIs do need some sort of training. They're like staff. They need to learn. Um, so the app's purpose was to detect acute kidney injuries in a medical setting and was used by NHS trusts to aid in diagnosis. So it looked for patterns in medical records, etc., etc. This is outside my field of knowledge, and I didn't bother to call my medical consultant. We could have a medical <laughs> consultant, but we, we don't we, cover this we, topic very often. Yeah, no, we really don't. <laughs> so the claim, which is being taken to the High Court, is that people's data was shared without their consent or knowledge, which is accurate as far as I can tell. Although I am not a lawyer... So do not base this off a, but do not base my uh, theory in anything. I'm a moron. Don't trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Although there is, there is some um, concern that this won't see the light of day in court really, because there was a similar case a while ago um, based on a similar thing that was thrown out. So, It'll be interesting to see where this goes. Although I'm fairly certain this would be like a massive breach of GDPR. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Yeah, so the NHS Trust provided patient records in exchange for a discount on the services provided by the app. And when Google discontinued the Streams app in 2021, Royal Free was the only NHS Trust to still be using the app. So not only did Google get the sensitive data of 1.6 million British people for free, or as for as well, not entirely for free because they gave a discount, but I'm I'm sure at the end of the day, the AI backend running this wasn't even costing Google that much in the grand scheme of things. I do wonder exactly how much it costs them to run YouTube every day. A lot. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Don't, doesn't YouTube like always just operate at a loss as well? Pretty much always has done. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think they like broke. It, it, got, it was big news one day because I remember they it like announced they broke even once. Yeah, I think Google's advertising arm pretty much props up the rest of the company. <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, not only was all this data given to Google, it was only. It created an app that was only usable for six years. You know, 
people take the mick out of EA for back in the day when they bought studios and killed them off. But I think Google is the absolute worst in terms of having projects and then getting rid of them. I'd love to see the graveyard list at Google of applications and projects that are just not continued anymore. Because I bet it is a mile long. Uh, there is a website called killedbygoogle.com. Oh, yes. Let's have a quick um, gander at that. Uh, there are 267 projects on there. 51 oh. apps, 195 services, and 21 hardware. Rest in peace, Google Currents. Rest in peace. Wait, what? YouTube, YouTube Originals died? Yeah, yeah so Markiplier's like, Space Series thing he did recently is like the last one they've done. All they're going to do, or one of the last ones they're going to do. Uh, I remember look at, YouTube actually, being an app. Look at all these YouTube apps all of a sudden dying, like YouTube Originals, YouTube Go, whatever the hell that is. I remember seeing YouTube Go, but like it stopped existing. Google Chrome apps were hosted, hosted or packaged web applications that run on Google Chrome browser. Ah, it's dying. Oh, wait, some of these things aren't even dead yet. Oh, I see. that's why they've got the gear team. Nice. I like the design of this website. Yeah, it's great, <laughs> isn't it? That's pretty cool. Oh, well, they've killed. They've Google even killed the JavaScript thing, AngularJS, like a like a. Okay. Fitbit Coach. I didn't even know that was like a th- a thing. Well, actually, no, I remember Fitbit Coach, but I didn't know that was like killed. Google Play Movies and TV. I owned several movies on Google Play Movies. They're now just on YouTube instead. So yeah. I mean, I, it centralizes all my things, but still, like, I forget they're there. So, Google Cardboard, no! <laughs> no! Oh, no, that's sad. I didn't even know it had died, but it's gone. Yeah, it died, like, last year or so. Google Cloud Print, good, it never bloody worked. Google Home Max. Oh, I remember that. Wait, no, YouTube VR died. No, how can I watch... You roller coaster videos now. Shake my head. Google Play Music. That was no surprise. It was kind of terrible. YouTube community contributions. That's been replaced by the new uh, new community thing or things. Oh, allowed users to communicate translations for video titles or submit descriptions, closed captions or subtitles on YouTube content. So you can't have community made subtitles. I'm guessing that's why um, Hermitcraft Recap bought in Liara to do subtitling on it all for accessibility reasons. Actually, I think I remember seeing about that, but yeah, so many things gone. Yeah. Google, why? There you go. Killed by Google. Killed by Google. Much like this segue <laughs> is so bad it might as well be dead. <laughs> <laughs> that is all of our main topics for today. Let's move on to some smaller little newsy nuggets. Newsy nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's something wrong with me. Ah, retro grading <laughs> firm Water. I think that's how you pronounce it. Or is it pronounced like water? <laughs> water, mate. <laughs> I'm just going to get a drink. Some water, yeah? It's some water. <laughs> nah, bro, I'll have a Pepsi. Other colas are available. Um, Water. I think it's water. Uh, but yeah, retro grading firm Water are in trouble. They've been very naughty boys. Um, so a class action lawsuit has been bought against the firm responsible for grading retro games. So the idea is you get your copy of mm, Super Mario Brothers 3 or whatever, because that was what was on top of my head. Not literally, but 
figuratively. I do own a copy of Super Mario Bros. 3 on the NES, but you might find out in a video in the summer I make if I get that far. Um, so the you'd send them your copy of Super Mario Brothers or whatever, and they would have they'd inspect it, see how dirty it was, see how like good the packaging is, because I think to get them graded you have to have them in proper packaging. Um, and they would give it like you know like a, a C B E that's not how the alphabet goes. <laughs> a C B A A A A A A a star or whatever you know like it's your gcse's or some batteries um and you could get evaluation based on that grading the same process happens in a lot of worlds of collectible things so it happens in the world of uh action figures it happens in the world of comic books particularly is one of the biggest markets for it after retro games um so this lawsuit claims that Wata has been working behind the scenes with an auction house to manipulate the retro games market. To be fair, I think just having a grading system that is semi-arbitrary is pretty uh, pretty manipulative anyway. <laughs> I mean, generally, unless it's a blind auction and you can't see the product, then looking at something, you'd probably be able to have a rough assessment of what quality it is or what grit what condition it's in obviously that's got a lot harder with the internet um i will touch on that in my airpods coverage next week uh ne next time next two weeks next fortnight not the game don't like the game um and yeah obviously it's got a lot harder to tell the quality of something just looking at pictures online so that's where this firm comes in and Best part is you get the game and then it's like boxed up in a little plastic box as well to protect it and something. Oh, it's like the box is sealed so that you can't like do a bait and switch and swap out what's inside the box and say, like, well, look, it's in a water like AAA box or whatever. Um, it is estimated that there are 10,000 individuals in the side of the class action lawsuit that is suing the firm. So there is a lot of people. It's filed in a California court. Um, there's a lot of people that are very upset about the way that Water has been um, working with this uh, auction house. Which, to be fair, after hearing the prices that some of the games that Water have graded have been selling for, I understand. I think I saw one game that sold for two million US. Oh, a NES game. Selling for two million. I know it's old, but I paid fifty quid for my NES, and I've paid like maybe twenty pounds on games thus far, and I've got like five. Someone's ripping someone off somewhere. Yes, definitely. Although I mean, I do really want to get my hands on a ja on a Japan area Famicom. I mean, here's the thing. I got myself original copies of Final Fantasies 4, 5, and 6, the Japanese versions, so original. Yeah, that um, the Super Famicom. Uh, uh, yes, that would be correct, yes. The first three yeah. were on the original on Famicom. The, on the Famicom, yeah. yeah. Uh, so... We ought to do that. We ought to get a Famicom and a Super Famicom and see if we can get them to work. <laughs> you can play Final Fantasy as it was meant to. 
in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, we can just guess it. Hold on, I actually, I know, I know someone who did Japanese at university. Oh well, there you go. Um, we might be able to make some interesting content. Uh, so, so I've got them, and they did not cost me. Um, uh, what you call it? Um, an arm and a leg. It's two million dollars. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, they cost me like 50 quid for all three. That... And I, I need to point out, they come with the game cartridges, and there is something in those game cartridges, so unless they've just put, like, something else in there to make it seem like it. I haven't opened them. Uh, but um, as far as I can tell, they are just the game, um, and they've got the original, like, booklets and everything. Um, it's interesting seeing because some of the names of the characters are slightly different in the Japanese books compared to... Yeah, are they in box? They are in box. Oh, that's sick. Okay. I will show them to you next time. Ah, here we go. Actually, I've just found a um, a graded copy of Final Fantasy 2, but the English version, and it's... it's So the grading system works on numbers, so this is 80+. plus. Well, when you say Final so, Fantasy 2, yeah. the English version... Of uh, I don't know, it's something, something. Hold on, Final Fantasy Two. Because Final Fantasy, uh, oh, no, so... wait, no, that is no, it is the Japanese version. It just says UK for some reason. Right. Okay. On the listing, I was going to say because as uh, I will be talking about in my Final Fantasy One video that I'm going to be doing for the Berger Tom channel, um, Final Fantasies One and Two. Well, sorry, Final Fantasies One through Six <laughs> never came to the UK until after Seven's release. Because nothing can make any sense. Uh, I will be talking about that in that video, though, so I won't discuss that further, because otherwise, what's the point of writing the script I'm writing for it? Um, so, just just as a teaser, Burridge, who yeah. has the worst numbering system? The Microsoft Xbox or Final Fantasy? Square Enix with Final Fantasy, 100%. Okay, S- Square, takes the cr- Square takes the crown. Good job, Square. <laughs> Good job, lads. Yeah, yeah. I've just found like a, a not in box, but a, a Super Famicom cartridge for Final Fantasy Four in Japanese for four pounds on eBay with free postage. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I could I could actually just region chip my my SNES and it could play on there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, not that I really want to chip my SNES. When, but... when, when, I, when I do my op eds, I'm going to be doing them based on the pixel remasters for the first six yeah. because that yes. Although we might have to get together at some point and try to, if I if I can get my hands on a Japan region snares or a chipped snares, yeah, yeah, no, we'll try and run them, see if they work. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to plan that out long time in the future. Just the funny thing but is, anyway. I, I know the games enough; I could probably yeah. get through them, even if they're in Japanese. <laughs> I'll have to work out a way to try and capture them. Oh my god, yes! It will probably involve running it through like. One one converter to another converter to another converter to my capture card. <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare, but it'll be fun. It'll be a fun technical challenge. Yeah, there might be a write up if if we get that far. Yeah, so. if we get that far, we'll do it definitely. <laughs> but um, anyway, I don't have a segue for this. Motorola Razor Three images have leaked because nothing can be just announced anymore. Everything has to be leaked. So. It's just pictures, but we do know some details. Um, so everybody knows the famous Motorola Razor. The classic, that is. 
I think a lot of people forget that it was remade. I did until I saw one in person the other day. <laughs> and I was very surprised by it. But, um, so, I, I don't really know much about the traditional Motorola Razor. It was a little bit before my time. So I'm looking to the elder here. Burridge, <laughs> do you remember the Motorola Razor, the original? Ooh. Uh, let me have a very quick... The I just need Razor. to... Uh, that was one of my first ever phones. Was it actually? Yes. Nice. Now I'm looking yeah, at the yeah. image of it. That was one of my first ever phones because I had the little screen on the other side of the um, yeah. uh, of the flip. Yeah. One of the first phones that I ever used and had. It wasn't like a f I only took it with me when I went out to play or something in case mother needed anything, but it was literally. Not a razor, but one of the other like classic Motorola flip phones, but in silver. And Van Halen's jump was the ringtone. I mine was my, my my razor was the silver, and um, I uh, we used to share stuff on Bluetooth in school. With yes, it. sharing ringtones over oh, Bluetooth. Yeah. That you literally just set your phone next to the computer speakers and recorded off of YouTube or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's impressive how far things have got. Like, because that's not far off the technology of recording things on your Sony Walkman by sitting so... next to the radio on a song you like. And interestingly, <laughs> sending it via Bluetooth isn't much different to you um, sending it to me. Uh, you sent me some footage to my iPad that day in Plymouth. Yeah. Um, um, you, airdrop. You're using well, airdrop. Uses a local Wi-Fi. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's crazy how we've gone from Bluetooth yeah. to creating a local Wi-Fi that creates its own like firewall system. Yeah, Apple, nuts. I don't know of any other company that really does that sort of transfer either. I mean, like, I can do it from my DSLR to my phone, but I don't know of a system where it's as straightforward because I have to manually connect my phone to my DSLR, go into the app transfer the things it's slow but uh yeah anyway back to the motorola razor so the third generation of the reborn razor lineup this one and uh this generation is ditching the chin at the bottom of the phone so you know how at the bottom you had that extra chunky bit yep on the classic razor and the past two folding ra smartphone razors they're getting rid of it it looks more like a uh, galaxy z flip which, you know, I'm kind of, like, miffed about. I found on my carrier's website the other day that I could have got a Z Flip for less than I was paying for my old phone. I could have gone Samsung and got a folding phone. Not that I'm sure I would have liked it. But it would have been so cool to cover as, like, a thing. Mm. Or just to play with, really. But whatever. Uh, we also know that it will have a 50 megapixel main camera. And that is about it at the moment, mainly because, you know, it's not been announced. Everything's just leaked. Shake my head. Speaking of leaks, this isn't relevant to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of is, because it's, it's not strictly a leak, because, like, one of the bosses said it, but it's been widely publicised. Snap, the makers of Snapchat, or the parent company of Snapchat, why is it with companies and changing their name from like their most iconic product? Why? Um, they have stolen GPU manufacturers' thunder by not having enough stock. <laughs> so, 
Snap released, recently released a self-flying drone with a single purpose in mind, taking selfies. So it's just a little yellow drone. I'd say a bit smaller than a Rise Tello for anyone. In fact, probably a lot smaller than a Rise Tello for anyone who's familiar with drones. I, in fact, do own a Rise Tello. It's a little babby. It's not a big drone in the slightest. It's only got Mine's only got a 720p camera. I could film some really grainy footage. <laughs> But um, so yeah, they came up for pre-order at the end of April, I think. And at the time, after like the first uh, undetermined number of people have bought them, it started with started saying there was an estimated shipping time of thirteen to fourteen weeks. Oh, yeah. So um, and now they're still available to buy. Um, but now they have a 16 to 18 week lead time. What I will say, though, is I do actually quite like the design of the Pixie. As someone who's not very good at flying drones, the idea of a self-flying drone isn't bad. Well, the first drone I had, it was literally like one of those 50 pound little um, micro drones. That's literally just a toy. I bought it from Maplin for like 16 quid when they were closing down. It was uh, good fun, but really hard to fly. My Rise Tello has DJI's like nuts stuff in it that they do to make drones fly sensible and camera gimbals to be awesome. Uh, I do love my camera gimbal. Expect future Burridge and Tom videos to be buttery smooth. Yeah. Or as smooth as uh, DJI Osmo Mobile 2 can make them. But that could be another What's Tom bought. <laughs> so, no more. Um, you know, that's got DJI flying technology. I wouldn't be surprised if Snap like reached out to DJI for some help on this. But, you know, a self-flying drone that just takes pictures seems plenty sensible. In fact, it's literally akin to something in Ready Player One where someone just throws it like an orb, it takes a picture of them, and then they grab it again. But, um, yeah, they're, they're, there's not many of them. But I do like the design. It's a little little box drone. And my favourite thing about it is... Um, Burridge, have you ever looked at a proper like DSLR camera? Uh, my dad has one, I believe. Um, I don't know if have I've you seen like the, the the twisty wheel on the top where you choose like the shooting style. Yes. Yeah, it's literally got that on the top, so you can choose what style of picture you want. Ah, uh, okay. Which is really cool, you know. In an age where everything is touchscreen, I do still like little physical interacting things it's like one of the things that i'm not a fan of in a lot of electric vehicles is that all of the buttons are gone you know i can be driving along and i know exactly where like the heated seat button is or the climate control button is or the skip this song i don't like it button is yeah but like i you don't have to navigate through menus so i do appreciate that the fact with this drone you can literally just set it to the setting i think it's like a chuck it motion and it'll just take the picture don't know how you land it afterwards i guess you just hold your hand under it because it doesn't go very high um but yeah so it seems that snapchat were reluctant to produce many advanced units after losing nearly 40 million dollars on their ill-fated snapchat spectacles who remembers that being a thing (laughs) i actually don't (laughs) i do i i distinctly remember it um interestingly you can't actually get a pair of gen 1 snapchat glasses for only 35 pounds on cex okay. so wow. i was exceedingly tempted to buy a pair 
and have a look at them, but not right now. Um, interestingly, while researching this topic a little bit more, glasses are still being made, but they're not available for consumers. They are only available as a business tool for augmented reality applications. Much like I think Google's HoloLens might still be. Okay. Which is, that was a product I was really excited for when they first announced it, and then nothing ever happened with it, to my knowledge. But then the Google Glass had the same fate, didn't it? Yes. Which is a shame, because that technology would be awesome. But, alas, I'm not yet a company, technically. Well, kind of. Well, We're well, not yet a company with the buying power to, <laughs> to just... To- Get £250 Snapchat glasses on a whim. (laughs) Uh, Speaking Uh, of uh, things that Burridge just forgot about. about. Red Ford Ford Starfield. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they are delayed until 2023. So this particular piece of news actually did surprise me. uh, Well, it was delayed. Because Bethesda aren't known for, you know... Testing their games very well. Uh, so, to fact things. So, so, so the fact that they're delaying it Especially to possibly s- test it more. <laughs> citing their desire for users to have the best experience possible. Yeah. You know? I mean, what I'm still... Redfall? Uh, Redfall? So I don't know much about it, but it's like a co-op uh, shooter FPS type thing. Oh, um, okay. It looks like... Um, it's made by Arcane, so it's probably going to be story focused. Yeah, like story and world focused. It's based um, in Massachusetts, a made-up place. Yes, <laughs> Massachusetts doesn't exist. Sorry, Boston, you're a myth. <laughs> um. Okay, so there's vampires. So it's basically Left for Dead, but with vampires. By the ju- just judging from the. Glance at it. Yeah, okay, basically. Basically Left for Dead, but with vampires. So if Left for Dead and Buffy the Vampire Slayer had a child. And I've heard a lot about Starfield, but I'm still not sure exactly what it is. I know what Starcraft St- is. Starfield is basically a... Sp- Action role-playing video game. It, 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 it's basically... Oh. Uh, a space uh, RPG. Um, space it's, Skyrim. Yeah, well, yeah. It's been in the works for years, and I mean yeah. years. Um, I like the aesthetic on the website. I, it, it does look it's nice. It's very retro. I, I hope when it comes out, I might pick it up, maybe not day one, but I definitely might pick it up pending seeing footage of it when it's gone live, you know, and it's out and about yeah. there properly. Um, and well, not how similar it is it'll not be to from, the Outer Worlds. Well, yeah, Worlds. that's exactly what I'm thinking, uh, how similar it might be, because Outer Worlds is actually pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I've, um, I've, I've been playing it again recently. Um, it wasn't perfect, it. but it was fun. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it at the moment. It feels a little Borderlands-y. Yeah, it is. It's like yeah, Borderlandsy with a bit of Fallout in there, space Fallout. Yeah. It's it's Firefly, Fallout, and Borderlands rolled into one, basically. You know, Firefly is a space western, so yeah, 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 definitely. Fantastic series. Would recommend to a friend. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. So both of those games are delayed. Yeah, they're delayed. I don't know. I still honestly 
I uh, Fallout and Fallout and Elder Scrolls, although Elder Scrolls being on top of that list is my sort of jam when it comes to Bethesda games. Um but I I hope that Starfield in the very least Redfall I don't know I'm uh, arcane games I've not played that much of so I don't really have an experience but Starfield at the very least I'm hoping might be a good fun thing I can maybe pick up and play until Elder Scrolls Six you know like another yeah. Bethesda style game that without the bugs hopefully or not as many we'll see on the topic of Bethesda games and segueing away from our script have you seen the gameplay trailer for Fallout London? The mod? Yeah. They released an 18-minute gameplay trailer yesterday. I haven't, but I did see some talk about it on Twitter. It looks so good. Is it a they have a train that actually 4? moves. Is it a Fallout 4 mod? Yeah, or? Fallout 4 mod. Okay. So uh, I'm tempted to make a second install so that I can have like one for London, one for regular Fallout. I have to look into that. I, but, I I I kind of want to download seventy six again at some point and see what's changed again. Oh, you want to have? A, I've still got it installed, so we can have, make it a stream. Yeah, I might have to jump in and have a gander. The most pain ever. Kitties will probably come and harass us at some point if he's still playing. Who knows? On the topic of who knows, who knows if Elon's buying Twitter anymore? Oh, like seriously, just go away, Elon. Actually, have you seen that it's come out that there's some sexual harassment allegations? Yeah, and there's a lot of interesting things about that particular thing because um, uh, he he tweets out uh, about, oh, watch out, there's going to be some, like, attacks against me politically in the next few, like, days or whatever, right? Three hours after the editor of Of that article uh, reached out for comment. Before mm. before they posted said article, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so he well no he tweeted about it after the person had reached yeah, out. Yeah, he, he tweeted about it after it was reached after they three hours after they reached out and before the article was posted. He yeah. said that he'd have to get he'd have to have time to think about how to formulate yeah. his answer and then tweeted that. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like hmm, very suspicious, Elon. Very suspicious. Um. I don't feel like I want to spend much more time talking about him, if I'm honest. I feel like <laughs> I feel one like we leave I, it there for now. Well, one thing I will say oh. is I'm fed up of seeing on Twitter people saying that this shouldn't be coming out because she signed an NDA. So rich people who can afford to bribe people into NDA shouldn't be held responsible for their actions and shouldn't have it publicly known that they're terrible people because they can afford to silence people. That is some BS. Yeah, what the f- uh... Yeah. Disappointment just, all around. Just go away, rich people. <laughs> yeah. Yeet the rich. <laughs> <laughs> and that is us all done. Sorry, actually, before we before we finish, any of the rich people who own the platforms we are hosted on, um, it's okay, we tolerate you for now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I like you, but I'm going to just, you know, we like you for now. Please don't delete us. Anyway, I think that's us all done for this episode of Burridge and Tom Rambling On. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, you can... This is going badly. You can subscribe to Burridge and Tom over on YouTube or follow our podcast on your favourite podcast source. If you really like what you've heard, then you can support us over on Patreon. And if you want to get involved with the community, you can join our Discord. The links to all of these and more are available over at BurridgeandTom.com. As always, I have been Tom. 
And I've been Bird. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next time with even more nonsense. And who knows what's happening with Twitter. We'll probably still have to cover it. Because this is genuinely taking forever. Yep. Goodbye. Goodbye.